You are listening to the Daily Homily for Magdala in the Holy Land. Jesus said to his disciples, The Son of Man must suffer greatly and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed and on the third day be raised. Then he said to all, If anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. What profit is there for one to gain the whole world, yet lose or forfeit himself? The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. When I had finished the words yesterday after the Gospel, the homily, I realized I had missed something very important, an important opportunity, because it was Valentine's Day. And Valentine's talks about friendship. And I actually saw just fleetingly a a couple of Valentine uh, posts uh, on Instagram, uh, very moving posts about um, uh, people's relationship in their marriages and the covenant relationship. And now a very strange thought came to me. I hope you don't mind if you're a married couple when you hear me saying this. I'm not saying anything. um, Well, I shouldn't say anything. I leave it up to you to take it the way you wish. But Jesus is building a covenantal relationship with the disciples. And the model for this is already developing since the first covenant with Abraham. And then you could even go back to Noah's covenant uh, with God and the rainbow, the sign of this covenant of of, uh, reconciliation with mankind and God. But we can move on then after Abraham, especially the major covenant at Mount Sinai. And then the desire of the prophets after the exile, which the exile is evidence, according to today's reading, that the covenant was broken because the people hadn't been faithful and they lost their land. And that's how that has been interpreted. And so the desire for this new covenant written in the heart, not written on stone. And Jesus building this covenant with his disciples And this covenant, uh, he's very clear with them about the nature of his covenant. But I was wondering, you know, when two people fall in love. Like the one case I was just following on uh, on Instagram, I just saw it and I read it today because I know the guy, he was here in Magdala. He's an iron man. And he just completed, I don't know, his 40th something iron man on the seventh continent, which means he did it in Antarctica. And he had had about 43 or 44 major operations in his body. Now, his wife got to know him, actually caring for him at a certain moment of his, of his medical process. That's how he met his wife, apparently. I, that seemed to be in the thought. But he already had major damage that he was coming out of, and she married him. So she was marrying a man that already had a great burden physically, and yet an incredible drive and a spirit coming through. 
But imagine two people, let's say, without that type of dramatic situation, uh, meeting in college and uh, meeting wherever, and uh, eventually realizing that they needed to, they needed to, they wanted to marry each other, they wanted to build a family together, and going through life. But then, maybe one spouse is in a wheelchair for ten years, or gets Alzheimer's. Or what does the spouse say? I will stay with you until you get Alzheimer's. I will stay with you until you get cancer. And after that, I say goodbye. Well, obviously, this is totally illogical and totally counter to the nature of love and the nature of faithful covenantal love. And Jesus being very clear here about his, to his disciples, his, Jesus knows his mission of redemption for humanity. Can you imagine Jesus reading the suffering songs of Isaiah and realizing they're about him? And, and going through the whole person of Job and realizing that he's carrying that burden in humanity? So... He's telling his disciples, if you want to be my disciple, you have to take up your cross every day and follow me. And by the time the Gospels are written down, is another very interesting consideration. They already have quite a few martyrs in the community. A number of the apostles already have been martyred. Maybe half of them, maybe more. And they've laid down their lives for Christ. So this is not some type of philosophy. This is not some type of just theory. It's a path of life of being a disciple of Jesus. And now we could become very discouraged and say, well, I'm like the first covenants. I break it, or many Christians break. We break the covenant with God. And we have this beautiful psalm today. Blessed are they who hope in the Lord. Blessed are they who hope in the Lord. And when do we need hope? This morning I read something, or I was a video, that a friend sent to me, so I had to see it. I can't see all the videos people send me, but this guy, I had to see this video for him. And it was a disaster, really, <laughs> of a video in terms of presenting, uh, it was really a major attack on the Catholic Church. And I, I had to come here to pray longer this morning in Duke and Alton before the, the Blessed Sacrament in the, at the tabernacle. But this brought me to greater prayer as well. And the burden, and I actually know the person who's launching this attack. It's a real attack. And uh, he's a little bit crazy, but he's doing damage. And I don't know how to approach him. And I pray, I'm asking the Lord for help, and I've asked a few people to give me some advice. But... You know, at the end of it, it was realizing all the different people that are so burned to the heart by violence are just watching the violence of others. People who are, are uh, very distraught over the abuse of the internet, of pornography, of human trafficking. There are so many things that we could become so uh, broken about, so perturbed, so angry, so upset about, so helpless before these things. And that's why we need the psalm. Blessed are they who hope in the Lord. And that's why we come to Mass, and that's why we pray on this pilgrimage of prayer. We need to turn to the Lord. We need to come to the Lord. Today in the presentation Kathleen provided for the pilgrimage, uh, all these major biblical figures, they went through tremendous trials uh, and were faced by great disasters. 
and turning to the Lord, entering into the space of the Lord. The Lord is our hope. And this is where we're going, God willing, next year with the Jubilee year, a Jubilee year of rekindling hope in humanity. We need this so much today. Blessed are they who hope in the Lord. You know, this is from Psalm 1, the very first Psalm. We need this. Blessed are they who hope in the Lord. Thank you for joining us today. If you want to learn more about Magdala, follow us on YouTube and on Facebook.